0: what's up world i'm eric
1: and i'm brandy and
0: we are ready the raise.
1: now listen we all know that everybody thinks that it's cute to hashtag couples goals but what we want to do is shine light on the real work that it takes to build a lasting marriage We plan to do this through sharing our own personal experience through the highs and the lows, the milestones
0: and the mistakes,
1: the hard times and all of the thrills. But one thing we promise to do is to keep it real. Let's get it. We are back for another episode of Really The Rays Podcast, and we have a pretty good topic to talk about for today. We're going to be talking about don't jump to
0: conclusions. And the reason we're going to talk about this in a marriage, don't jump to conclusions, because when you, you know, just jump to conclusions, you know, it can cause, you know, miscommunication. You know, a lot of discord, a lot of disconnect, you know, somebody can get their feelings hurt and it's kind of being judgmental.
1: And a lot of times it's a lot of, you said, miscommunication and it's unnecessary miscommunication. Like if you don't jump to conclusions in your relationship, you can avoid a lot of like, like you said, unnecessary upsets and just discord between the two of you. When I was looking at this, I was thinking about the word conclusion. You know, we hear people say all the time, don't jump to conclusions. And I was like, so what does the word conclusion mean? Conclusion is basically the end or finished uh result like all the way to the end of the process. And so just like in marriage when you are dealing with an issue or faced with an issue, it's a process that you work through. But if you are the type of person that you jump to conclusions, then you've already made up your mind and you've already got your mind set on either being upset or being disappointed or being hurt, having your feelings hurt. And you've jumped to the end result without even allowing the process to play out. And if you would just, you know, talk to your spouse about it, you might avoid a lot of unnecessary, you know, discord.
0: Yeah. And when you jump to conclusions, I mean, you can really, you know, it'll backfire. you know, you can, you know, get your jaw dropped or whatever. I remember a story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's been some years ago. I remember pulled up at the donut shop. God was in there, had him like, some ragged clothes. Mm -hmm. I remember this like it was yesterday and he was paying for his breakfast with just change. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there like, I'm ready to go, ready to pay for my stuff and get out of there. I was actually about to just say, forget it. You know, I'll pay for his too. But that was me, you know, jumping to conclusion. Cause when the guy walked out, he hopped in a brand new Jaguar. Yeah. And it was like, and the lady that was with him, like you can tell, like she was, high maintenance
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what i'm saying that was kind of like me you know getting my face cracked you know the jaw dropped because i jumped to conclusions that this dude ain't got no money no he's struggling so that was you know one of the days i was basically being judgmental jumping to conclusions
1: yeah and this you know so when you jump to conclusions you basically are like it says guessing the facts about a situation without having enough information so in that situation you know, you see this man counting out his change to pay for his breakfast. And in the situation, it's kind of slowing you down. And so you allowed it to, you know, kind of frustrate you. And it made you make a quick judgment. And like this says, without all of the information, Like if you had given it a chance to see the process play through, you see him walk outside and get in his brand new Jaguar. And the evidence is clear that the conclusion that you drew based on what you were seeing was wrong. And so, you know, how does that, how does that affect us in marriage when i think about it a lot of times you can jump to conclusions about how your spouse is going to respond to something you may have something that you want to talk to your spouse about and you may put it off and you may be dreading it because you are jumping to the conclusion that they are going to respond a certain way but if you would give them the opportunity to you know to go through the process with you if you would just be real and open and honest and have the conversation a lot of times the end result is nothing as bad as the conclusion that you've drawn.
0: Yeah, and that's good. Like if you go and jump to conclusions, like ask questions, know and let your spouse know why you jump to that conclusion, because I'm pretty sure at the end of the day, they're going to have a good explanation. But, you know, being a person that jumped to conclusion, you feel like they should already know mm-hmm. but they don't because you haven't communicated with them about whatever it is that they thinking or thought.
1: And so even when I was looking at it, it it was saying that jumping to conclusions makes it difficult to see situations clearly, and it increases the risk of making poor decisions. And so it's kind of a situation like if I told my husband I was going to be at home by a certain time, but I'm running late, and my conclusion that I jump to is he's going to have an attitude anyway, so I'm not even going to call to let him know that you know this situation came up, so I'm running a little late. I've jumped to the conclusion and then I avoid that conversation when in reality, if I had just given him the opportunity to respond, if I had checked in and said, you know, babe, we, you know, stopped the extra place. And so it's going to be a little bit later. He may very well be like, okay, y'all be safe, make it home, you know, in one piece, but I've robbed him of the opportunity to respond to a situation. And so I'm just thinking about it even Throughout our marriage, I know that there have been times that I have assumed that you were going to respond a certain way about a situation. And I think that when you think about it, that's unfair because you are taking that person's opportunity away from them to really be able to respond. And
0: off of what she's saying, you know, like you thinking a person going to already respond in a negative way. So you already kind of going to come at them kind of stiff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's kind of like, you know few weeks ago, you know, you was at the TVCC game
1: mm-hmm.
0: and your phone died. and yes. You didn't know it. And yes. I'm already like, you know, it's dark. I know you rode by yourself. So, you know, call me as soon as the game over with, Talk to me until you get to your car. And I'm studying calling. Calling is going to voicemail. Of course, I jumped to conclusions. And when she finally, you know, got to a charger, she explained to me what had happened. You know, and I calmed down. But in that situation, I jumped to conclusions.
1: Yeah. And that, that is a really good example because it was an honest mistake on my part. I knew my phone was, you know, low a little while before that, but I, so I, you know, stayed off of it and I put it in my pocket, just assuming if I wasn't on it, that it would stay charged up, you know, until I left, but I ended up getting caught up in a conversation with a friend. And by the time I looked to check the time, I realized that my phone had died. And immediately I knew that you probably had been calling and trying to check in. And so in that situation, in all honesty, we both probably jump to conclusions because you jump to the conclusion of, you know, why is she not answering her phone? And I jump to the conclusion of he's going to be mad, you know, when I get to my phone. And so it's one of those situations where we both can learn to give each other grace to, to go through the experience together. Like instead of me assuming that you're going to be upset, let me give you a call and explain to you what happened and then give you the opportunity to respond well versus just assuming and jumping to the conclusion that you're not going to respond well. Yeah. And when you think about it, you know, jumping to these conclusions can negatively affect your relationships because, you know, what could have been a good conversation and an easy resolve because one person or the other jumped to the conclusion, it can just cause friction in your relationship. And, as long as this is a marriage podcast, you will hear us say over and over again how important communication is. And so to me, when I think about the moments that we've jumped to conclusions that have caused conflict, even in our marriage, the only thing that we needed was communication. Exactly.
0: Because without it, I mean, it can mess with your confidence. It can reduce your motivation. I mean, it really just can destroy your whole marriage
1: yeah and it's funny because although we're talking about marriage, it really can affect every relationship in your life, even if you think about your friendships, even if you think about coworkers, even kids. if you think about you know your relationship with your kids, even with our kids, especially you know, sometimes we just jump to conclusions on, you know, if you're gonna tell them they can't do something, it's easy to jump to the conclusion that they're gonna be upset. So when you say it, you already come with a certain attitude about it because you're expecting their attitude to be a certain way. And so these are just ways that jump into conclusion, not only affects the other person, but it affects you.
0: Yeah. I mean, like the communication, I mean, you got to have communication with family, friends, your marriage, anybody that you really come across just so it won't be a confusion and you jump into conclusion or assuming this and that.
1: I know one of the things I was looking at is a scripture actually, in Proverbs 25 and 8, and when I was looking at it in the message version, verse 8 actually reads, don't jump to conclusions. There may be a perfectly good explanation for what you just saw. So in a situation, you know, where either your spouse or anybody that you come into contact with, you know, when you jump to conclusions, you are assuming things that are not, you know, true a lot of the times. And so The Bible even tells us that we shouldn't be in a hurry to jump to conclusions, but instead we should give that person an opportunity. And so just when I think about it in the sense of like us and when it, you know, comes to building up our marriage, because as you all may not realize it, this marriage podcast is not only hopefully helping others, but it's helping us as well, because these are still things that we are continuing to grow through and work through. And so when it comes to jumping to conclusions, you know, to me, the resolve for that, the first thing is to talk to one another.
0: Yeah, definitely get an understanding, definitely communicate. And I was telling my wife, I feel like the more we talk, the more we communicate, the closer we get. And I mean, you still going to have those days where you got doubt. you going to want to raise your eyebrow. But, you know, ask those questions. Like if it's something that's bothering you, ask those questions because you they may think one thing and you feel in a totally different way.
1: I know one of my biggest struggles when it comes to jumping to conclusions would be assuming that, you know, things that I have not seen. And so to me, that's a form of jumping to conclusion. You know, if I'm having a hard week and it would be certain things around the house that would be helpful to me instead of me voicing those things, I jump to the conclusion that these should be things that just come, you know, as common sense to you. And the thing about it is, my thoughts are not your thoughts. And I can't assume or jump to the conclusion that just because I have a thought that you automatically have that same thought. That's good. That's good. You know, and so these, I'm just always thinking of ways that I can work on me. And as we continue to grow in this marriage. And so that was one of the things that I had to learn is to just, you know, and being who I am, I'm a pretty independent person. I'm not great at asking for help, but that takes away, you know, conflict when I just use my words and voice my, you know, needs as opposed to jump into the conclusion either that you're not going to do it, that you're not willing to do it, or because I have to tell you, you know, that that's, that that's a problem. All I have to do is voice my, you know, needs and you are always willing to step in and help out where needed. But if I don't voice them and I take that opportunity away, then it's, it can cause unnecessary conflict. And
0: this, here's a few, little, you know, tips that we, you know, learn about, you know, communicating instead of jumping to conclusions that could help, you know, talk to one another, mm-hmm. hear one another, don't assume your thoughts to be true because like they say, the devil can make you see things that's really not even there. But when you start to communicate, you get an understanding.
1: Okay, guys. Now, in just about every episode, you have probably heard us mention something about traveling. One thing about us, we love to travel. Near, far, it doesn't matter. Flight, ship, driving in the car. We are all about experiencing life through travel. And if you want to know how we book all of our travel, I'm about to give you the secret ingredient. Away with the Andersons. You heard it right. Away with the Andersons. Go check them out on Facebook and Instagram. This is the couple that loves to travel, but not only do they love to travel, they love to book travel. So what we do is we go to them, we let them know our travel plans, and then they do all of the work. Their motto is you pack, we plan. And we can tell you from firsthand experience that every single trip we have taken with away with the Andersons has been one to remember so if you're like us and you love to travel or if you've never traveled and you don't even know where to start i encourage you to get with away with the Andersons let them book your trip and i promise you you will not regret it if you hear this and you book a trip through them i want to remind you to let them know that you heard about them through really the Rays podcast not only are they going to plan you an amazing trip, but you're going to get a special token of appreciation from Really the Rays podcast for your trip. Have a good one. I really like the one about listening to one another because. You know, they always tell you we have two ears and one mouth for a reason, meaning we should listen more than we speak. And so when it comes to communication, to me, one of the the key components is being able to listen. And what I've had to learn, I'm going to just keep telling on me today, I guess. One of the things that I had to learn is to not only just listen to respond, but to listen to receive. Because I used to go into, you know, arguments or things like that. Already building my case, you know, for whenever you stop talking, now I got the things that I want to say in rebuttal or in response to what you said. And when you communicate that way, you're not listening to receive, you're listening to respond, and you're not even hearing what the other person is saying, except for the point to be able to then come back with your point of view that, you know, rebuts what that person just said.
0: Yeah. And when you like, even with communicating, if one of y'all voice your opinion, don't backfire where you do this or you do that. Just hurt this person out. And we just recently had this conversation. Just make the adjustments. Like if I've got an issue and I bring it up, not only do my wife got to make an adjustment, but I got to make an adjustment. Even if I got the issue with her, I got to make the adjustment with her
1: mm-hmm. to
0: make this work.
1: Yeah, that that's so good because, you know, even when you are bringing an issue to your spouse, you know. No no issue in a a relationship, in a marriage, is ever one-sided. It's always going to be an opportunity for both of you to grow. And so, you know, if nothing else you take from this episode, I want to just encourage you with, take every opportunity in your marriage that you can in order to grow. And that means not jumping to conclusions. That means not assuming that your spouse knows what you're thinking without you having to say it. That means not, you know, expecting your spouse to always get it right you know to me that's another form of jumping to conclusions and
0: and even with that like don't let your spouse keep repeating a pattern that you know that's bothering you because then that's when you start to jump to conclusions so the minute you see something that you don't feel that's right for you and it's bothering you speak up then don't just let it fester and then all of a sudden you're having these crazy wild thoughts
1: that circles us right back around to communication. Exactly. Listen, as long as this is a marriage podcast, we will be talking about communication. And so, yeah, I think that's so good. I'm just grateful that we are continuing to grow together. I mean, coming up on 15 years of marriage, when I think about, you know, year one and the things that we have went through and the times that we have jumped to conclusions and had unnecessary arguments and conflicts and you know, probably hurt each other's feelings yep. all because we were jumping to conclusions.
0: Uh, and one thing like we, you know, say over and over, do not let us have y'all food and the paint in the picture that we got the perfect marriage because we working on this 24 seven.
1: Yeah. Listen, if we can ever be so clear about that is to say the whole reason that it's called really the raised podcast is because we are really a work in progress as well. We are just sharing, like I said, our real life experiences, some real moments, some real, you know, situations that we work through because we know that if we go through it or we're faced with it, that somebody else is as well. And so if we can use the things that we go through, not only go through, but G R O W through, the things that we grow through, if we can use those things to then share and maybe help another couple either avoid it altogether or know how to navigate it, you know, that is what we are here for. That's what this platform has been created for.
0: Yeah. And recommit yourself to your spouse. As many times you have to like give affirmation, you know, give them the confidence that you, you know, sticking it out with them. You're going to ride with them. So like I say, you know, just at the end of the day, communicate.
1: Yeah. You definitely want to make sure that your spouse knows that you are in it together because I think one of the worst things that you can experience in marriage is feeling like that you're in it alone and that, you know, your spouse is not willing to fight it out with you. And so it's funny because I remember we were doing some marriage classes at the church, and one of the topics was there is an enemy, but it's not your spouse. And so just to know that you're on the same team with your spouse, you know, yeah, you may have hardships, you may come into some days where you're not, you know, getting along or on the same page but at the end of every day you should know that it's you and your spouse against everything that comes up against your marriage that's
0: pretty much all i got to say about that
1: that's that on that as the young people say (laughs) so
0: hopefully y'all you know enjoy this episode and y'all keep rocking with us and like i say, if y'all got any questions any topics y'all know how to reach us
1: yes and so with that, we're going to wrap up today's topic of "Don't jump to conclusions." We want to leave you with just our final thoughts, which are: talk to your spouse, listen to your spouse, and then arrive at a conclusion. Arrive at the conclusion based on actual truths and evidence, and not just off of assumptions and things that you know, your mind may be tricking you into believing. And so we do have, as you all know, we have been answering real questions from real listeners. And we have a question that was posed to us. This was a topic that we weren't really sure we had the experience to respond to, but we just want to do the best that we can to respond to every question that we receive. And so before I go into the question, just a reminder and just a quick note. First of all, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe so that you don't miss the new episodes as they drop. Please like, share on Facebook, social media in any form. We truly appreciate it. Also, if you want to leave a review, that would be great. But more importantly, if you have a topic that you would like for us to discuss, or if you would like us to answer a question, on the episode. If you will send those in, you can direct message them on social media or you can email them to really the raise at gmail.com. Also the Facebook and Instagram is really The Raise. So we're pretty easy to find. But our question for today coming from our real listeners says, How do you make amends with adult children? And so the reason that we really didn't feel qualified to answer that because our oldest is 19. And so we have not really had the experience of having to make amends with our adult children because he's barely an adult, but we decided that because we are adult children to our parents, then we can actually touch on this just a little bit to give some perspective and a brief thought on that.
0: Man, this is, this is part of the hardest question that we done received so far because it's tough. Like, because everybody got a different relationship with their parents. But I feel like as a parent, if the relationship between the parent and the child is broken, and it's just my opinion, I feel like whoever really caused the breakage should be the one to try to make the mend. But if you're that type of parent that whether it's your fault or your child's fault, you going to make the mend. Because I'm the type of parent that even if it's my kid's fault, that we don't get along I'm going to try my best to reconcile with them because at the end of the day, no matter what, that's going to always be my child, no matter how old they get.
1: Yeah, I think that's honestly the perfect response. I think that it is in a perfect world. It would be the person who created the break in the relationship that would fix it. But the truth is that sometimes in life, you can't wait on others to make things right that are important to you. So if the relationship, especially if it's a parent with a child or a child with a parent, that's an important relationship. The Bible tells us that that's an important relationship so regardless of what your your situation has been like with your parents or with your children, that is a relationship that should be valued and yes you will go through times and seasons where you may feel like those relationships are not worth saving. We just want to encourage you with. They are absolutely worth saving. Do all that you can humanly, physically, spiritually, emotionally possible to mend all relationships that you that are important to you. And so just to this listener who sent in this question, we just hope that you are encouraged by what we said. We hope that you will reach out to those adult children and just make every effort to be supportive. Most likely... Coming from a kid's perspective, from a child's perspective, there was probably something that they would have wanted from you that they maybe didn't receive as a child. And I just want to encourage you that it's never too late to show up for your kids. It's never too late, even if it's in the form of you may not have been there for them in a certain way, but you can now show up for their kids, your grandkids. It's just so many ways that you can put forth an effort to mend those relationships. So just wanted to encourage you with that. Make every effort spiritually pray about it emotionally just be there be available and physically just do all that you can to show up
0: and another thing as a parent you've been here longer than your child so you really should have more sense more wisdom that's not always the case but most times it should be so just you know as a parent just try your best and if it don't work at least let them know you know you got open arms your doors always open if they want to you know, come make amends. I mean, it's kinda like even with me and my wife, like, when I'm mad, like, she always, you know, let me know her arms are open. You know what I mean? Like she give me the chance. You no, know, if what she trying ain't working at the moment, I still know I can come, you know, get it right.
1: Yeah, and that's to me, that is a good example of, you know, I do always try to at least show that I am available and ready when he's ready to get past whatever we may be in conflict about and so even if that's all you can do is just just open that door and let them know that that door is open and hopefully while there's still time you will be able to get it right and we will be praying for you this was a person an individual that we know personally so for you to send in this question i know that it's important so we will be praying about that but We have so many other topics that we look forward to talking to you guys about finances and just so many other things. But if you have any specific topics or questions, feel free to give us a message and we will make sure that we address those things. With that, we are calling it an episode and we hope this has helped you, encouraged you, and we hope that it really makes an impact in your marriage and in your life. Okay, guys, now we really hope that you enjoyed that episode. And if so, do us a favor. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And before you hop off, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you never miss a new episode when it drops.
0: And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at ReallyTheRays.
1: Until next time, regardless of how it makes other people feel, do yourself a favor. And
0: always keep it real.